All right. How's everyone doing? My name is Kyle Eric, and this is A for Abled. And I'd like to welcome our guest, uh, Mr. Lopez. How are you today? I'm doing great. And if you want, you can just go by Andreas and um, let's keep it personal. Okay. So, Mr. Andreas, thank you for, um, you know, thank you for joining us on uh, tonight's episode. And uh, thank you for thank you for reaching out first off, um, because the, the site that you and I that you and I met on, I at you know, I, I was just I was just trying it out to see if any if any would be would be interested, and you reached out, and I appreciate that. So, um, so for those who do not know, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, so since this is an accessibility podcast, I'm gonna keep it on that since everybody has a really vast life. Um, I'm a project manager in e-commerce. I've been doing that for pretty much six years. And I'm also a vivid gamer and been playing for over 20 years since I was pretty much six years old. Right. Um, all sort of things and um, married to a legally blind uh, spouse. She, she was blind since birth kind of, mm-hmm. but her vision got worse over the years. And so now it's to the point where it's just like shadows and silhouettes. So she never has seen like my face or the uh, either face of the two children we have. Mm. Um, so I'm a father too. And that's pretty much my profile. And I'm here to hopefully give some insight on accessibility and how it looks like in um, regular everyday life setting. You know what, that is, uh, that's a a brilliant way to, a brilliant way to, a brilliant way to start off um how did how did you and your in your uh, spouse meet online so i was in germany um and she was already living here in the states in south florida where we now live together uh, it was crunchyroll most people know it from um, anime streaming platform but it used to be also huge in the, the group communities and forums mm-hmm. and she was she was running one of those groups and I just kept logging on and we were just chatting and eventually was like, Hey, you and I have a lot of common. How about it? <laughs> Let me, wait, wait, hold on. This is already starting off great. Are you telling me you met your wife of how many years now? Um, I was 16, so it's 12 years. 12 years. I'm not going to get lucky. You met on probably one of the biggest um, anime streaming sites, and at the time, at the time, it was pretty much still illegal when you guys were when you guys uh, met, if I'm not mistaken. It so. it it started becoming more legal in America. Yeah. It was weird because of the streaming rights with Funimation and everything right. else. So yeah. yeah, the 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 English stuff was pretty much like banned, but the Japanese stuff they had. The Japanese stuff, I remember those. Look, I remember, I remember those boot, those early bootlegs. <laughs> and I no, I remember, I remember those early bootlegs. And now that uh, that that Crunchyroll has officially been bought by Funimation, it's like holy crap. Um, but yeah, so dude. Dude, I, I I tip my hat to you. I tip my hat to you, my friend. I, you. I I I tip my hat to you, man. I've I've tried I've tried nerd-based dating sites and it didn't. Has <laughs> it really? Yeah, it's okay. No, no, you can laugh. You can laugh. No, it's just Party. like it's just like it, it just happened. Like we weren't looking for it, you know. You just meet a friend. Right, it and just say, happened. You guys had chemistry. Yeah, you just kept talking. Like like I said, I was sixteen at the time. She's seven years older than me, so it was never like that from the get go. But then when I was good 18 and like, you know, like every day we were just talking and like over two years, it's just like, yeah, like, you know, I'm into you. <laughs> Man, you know, wow. Um, so that was when you were still in, that was, st- that was when you were still in Germany? That is correct. Um, so when I was 18, I came over here on a, on a, a tourist visa just to see if it, if it works out, you know, how are we in real life together? So I, that was just after um, a couple months after I turned 18. So I came here alone to the States. And then I proposed to her one of the last days I was here, right after the fireworks at Disney, of course at Disney, because that's what we do in South Florida. Um, yeah, surrounded by hundreds of people. So that was kind of nerve wracking. <laughs> yeah. 
and Fen. Yeah, talk about that, that's okay. That's some <laughs> Disney fan stuff right there. I, I've seen that. I've seen that happen, but only on TV. I've only seen that happen on TV. <laughs> It happened in real life too. I got I got pictures from from my from my in laws. I think that because they they were there. So because my my wife couldn't drive, I couldn't drive, so they had to kind of drag along. So that's kind of when they figured out I was into her. <laughs> kind of like when they figured it out. How long did it take them to figure it out? Ah, uh, not too long. Not too long. Um, they, they kind of like with the Disney trip planned already. They had a hunch, and I mean, once it proposed, it was like, okay. Okay. Yeah. So y'all were just y'all were just hanging as friends originally, and then, yeah, okay. Exactly. I got you. No, I I got you. Once again, much respect. Um. So, all right. So, how was it that you? So. I don't exactly know how to how to ask this question because I've I've asked this of other you know of other people like when you're first meeting when you're first meeting someone and you find out they have a disability or if you have one yourself do you usually tell the person off the bat or do you wait? So with us, I want to say she said it like already like after the first few months just came up in conversation. Um, you know, like, hey, I'm doing school. What are you doing? It's like I'm doing school too. It's like, and then like on the like, for example, she's um, said sometimes like that one of her friends is driving her to college or her parents. And I'm like, why don't you go yourself? And when she's like, oh, I'm blind. I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> like, well, it makes sense that other people would drive you around if you're blind, right? Right. I know. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm just incredibly nearsighted, and at this point in time, do not drive failed my driving test twice uh, actually four times uh but <laughs> yeah i'm, I'm terrible at taking tests road tests i was okay with the written test is what got me ah uh, yeah well the, you know different people different problems but for me the, the like the driving was um nerve-wracking and the written test is like yeah i got this the written test was like oh i got this Ink the test test anxiety is so it, it it's it's so real and really I, I don't like I don't think people think about it enough like when you're being told that you're being tested on something and you have to memorize something regardless of how easy or hard you think it is there are times where it's like why are they asking a question this way this wasn't the way it was in the study in the study material why you know why is it this picture as, as opposed to this picture what's yeah. going on with this date but i was studying these dates and da, 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 you know and i i just got all up in my head so no I, I get that and i mean if you want to go um you know an extra level on that too it's like for example yes. just take just take juries and stuff like that like once you're under cross-examination the information, your the memory, something you witnessed in real life and only you know, and you have seen, experienced, like suddenly you're like, wait, was it like that? Just because somebody questions you if it really was like that. And if they're really yeah. good lawyers, they, they will make you think that you're crazy. Like, what? I was there. You weren't. How, how dare you question me? And like, so I, I think like the kind of exam anxiety can go further depending on the exact situation just even like some like a friend asking you something it's like that's different fan like you have to write it down or you have to testify right because that's like on the same level and i've seen it a lot with um smart friends i had but when in the test they would just fluke out it's mm -hmm. like i don't get it you're, you're smart you know it in class on the blackboard they can write it down the test comes on paper they can it's like it's like they're passing out mentally the yeah the, when the situation changes when the situation changes then your entire your entire outlook on it changes as well it's it it's it's interesting to think about it from you know from that perspective because like you said everybody's different everybody learns differently so speaking of um so you know like so how did you um like when you when you when 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 she told you that she was that she was blind and you both took it like okay cool but once your relationship started growing what were some of the uh, some of the changes that you saw in yourself and uh, when you were with her ah oh, there's a million first of all what happens and I believe that's with everybody who has a blind roommate or spouse living together 
is you have to put the same stuff in the same spot. You can't just be from one day to another be like, oh, I put the plates over here now instead of over there. Then they're going to be like, yo, where's the plates? Because they can't just go around and look. They can't just open the closet and be like, oh, it's there now. Like, no. They would have to touch through every little thing trying to find it. And it gets even worse if the stuff isn't there at all. Because then it's like, you're, you're reaching for nothing. It's like, okay, where's the stuff now? Is it in the dish rack? Is it in the dishwasher? Is it still in the sink? Or is it somewhere else? So one of the first major changes I had to go through is I have to put the stuff in the same spot. That was everything, um, like from my own stuff, so she doesn't run into it or accidentally grabs it, um, all the way to, um, you know, where she keeps her stuff. Like, for example, let's say she says, like, hey, can you bring me X, Y, or C? And then, let's say, for example, her eye drops and she uses them, and then she's like, hey, can you put them back? It's like, well, I have to put them back where I found them because next time when she goes to take them herself, she's going to the same spot. Mm. So that kind of stuff is like number one and especially now with kids it's a little bit more difficult than if like the lego blocks and stuff everywhere mm-hmm. and i mean if if you have eyes and your dad or parent like you you already know about lego landmines like yeah i i'm an i'm an <laughs> uncle um yeah i and i've seen messes that like my nieces will you know will will leave around you know leave around yeah. the house when they're with their mom or something you know and and these are like big blocks and 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 plastic you know and plastic rubber and balls and 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 just yeah. dolls and whatever else they have you know you see it you see everything but but you know i did it as a kid too so i can't really i i can't yeah. i can't say anything i feel like that's part of growing up and the problem is now when when you have like a blind mother or so like we have to reiterate like Look, don't put stuff here. If you want to make a mess, put that stuff over there where she doesn't walk usually. Like on, on her way where she usually walks to get to the bathroom or to the room and stuff like that. It's like, okay, to keep that clean, keep that clear. You have your play corner over there. You can make a mess over there. And that sort of stuff is just like every day where you kind of have to worry a little bit about. Mm. And and the other little things is, for example, um, what I noticed is um, movies. So um, you really need a good focused area whenever we're watching stuff together because she has to really listen. Like, for example, I can turn the subtitles on. It's like, I don't care if there's noise around it, just read the subtitles. Mm-hmm. Because she's blind, of course, her hearing is a little bit better, but she also tends to pick up more stuff that's going on. So let's say the kids are playing a little bit too loud and such like. It's hard for her sometimes to focus, especially because her mother instinct kicks in too. It's like, oh, do I have to listen to the kids? Right. And I focus on the movie. So we tend to watch stuff like usually when they're either asleep or um, like they are with the grandparents and then we can just um, watch at home TV in, in peace or movies rather. And that that's the kind of like the little things now where the other aspects come in of that blindness and paying attention and being able to focus on things. Huh. Okay. So speaking of focusing, um, so do you do you guys still watch anime together? Yeah, actually, um, up until the second one was born, we watched. Um, oh God, what was it? She just watched the new Fruits Basket, so I watched some of that too. Oh, I love it! I love it. Um, so, but, but, and I'm only really I'm asking I'm asking you this question because now I because now I feel like this is this is this is our commonality right here. Yeah. Um, Sub or dubbed? Ooh, for her. Okay, so here's the thing. Because she speaks Japanese, she doesn't care. That was going oh. to be my. That was going to be a follow-up question. <laughs> but she she usually goes for the English dub, and I I I think it's just because she doesn't want to think too hard to translate the Japanese in her head. But mm-hmm. I mean, when the, when the English dub isn't available, like she does not care. She watched. Um, oh, I forget always the original title that Zodiac Warriors show. What was that? Mm. Um, no, Tyson something. That it was like a that's, short anime. It was yeah, a short anime, good. like only twelve animes. It was like about like the these twelve guys and ladies that are have to fight it out, and whoever wins can get a wish fulfilled or whatever. The, the right. Zodiac mm-hmm. Clan warrior guys. Um, like there, it wasn't available in English for a good while, so she was like, "I really want to watch it." Japanese, it is sub. <laughs> So yeah, that was going to be my follow-up question. Like, if you're watching something in Japanese and 
you know, but then you've already, you've already answered. She knows how to speak Japanese. Yeah. So really it does not, it it does not. So it really is. So it really does not matter because really that, that just, that just took that question out of the window, you know, because, because she already knows how to speak both languages. So it doesn't really, so it doesn't matter. So exactly. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. She taught Japanese herself completely, like during college, when she was doing her uh, bachelor's in linguistics, she was also part of the anime club, that's how this whole stuff started too. Oh, you know, she was watching anime since she was like 12 or so, which is also when start. well, for me, it started a little bit young in Germany. When I was a kid, they started giving in Germany already Dragon Ball, Yu-Gi-Oh! and all that stuff. So for me, it started young often for her, but once she hit like college and she was doing her bachelor's in linguistics, she was like, I can't teach myself Japanese, and so so she did. <laughs> I tried, like me and my me and my me and my brother, we tried when we were in high school. Like he's my best friend, but we're chosen fan, we're each other's chosen family, right? And um, we had the you know we had the you know we had the Japanese uh the Japanese to English uh CDs, and you know at the time there was no there was no MP3s just yet. Like it was yeah. like the closest we had was like LimeWire and stuff, but um <laughs> yeah yeah no see, we're, we're the same age so so uh i thought you would get the references um but yeah originally we wanted to be able to speak you know be able to um speak japanese so we could just talk to each other in school and people would be like what's going you know what's going on because there wasn't yeah. that you know there wasn't any clubs like that at, at the you know at, at the school at the time and then when we yeah. start when we started to uh you know find friends with with similar interests we just hung out at the basement in the tech ed classes and just borrowed each other's, you know, DVDs and manga and stuff. You know? <laughs> that's how you do it, though. That's how you do yeah, it. Yeah, that's a, no, that's a, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. Till these day, till this day, I'm I'm still friends with a good handful of them, and that you know, and that's how we do. Even with my you know my little uh, my little nephews, um, they watch anime with their dad on a you know on occasion but then you know stuff like you know stuff like dragon ball and inuyasha you know stuff that they can they can you know they can watch with not without any problems of explaining like why is there you know why, why is she naked you know stuff like that right so, <laughs> uh, yeah, no one like no or so, yeah. no i get yeah, it i get it like dead siri well american kids it's a little you know it's a little you know it's, it's a little different you know so yes. um but you already know this. Um, so, okay. So at this point you guys have met, you guys have hung out. There's been, you know, there's been chemistry. There's been adjust, there's been adjustments because of her, uh, you know, because of her difference. Um, if you don't mind me asking, uh, what does she, what does she do? Um, pretty much stay at home mom. So I'm okay, no problem with that. Thing- yeah, exactly. We have single um, income family, basically. So I'm I'm supplying all the money, which I don't mind doing. It makes me feel good. Makes me feel important. <laughs> um, and um, other than that, she does some uh, a little bit psychic freelance um, writing for uh, children's stories for people that want to publish, but they are not really good writers or so. Or some people want like custom stories for their kids, and so she writes that sort of stuff on Fiverr mostly really yeah okay i know some i i know some people like one of my best friends is a book editor right so if she's ever writing and she needs one i i I got i got somebody that she could talk to i let you know (laughs) you know um but that you know but that right but that right there is great um did she ever explain to you what it was like for her growing up with with this yeah, I, I ask a ton of questions because her eyesight used to be better way back then, um, where she could see a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and she has crazy thought adventures about that too. Her sight really started regressing um, to the point where it's today, um, around when she, when she and I met right around that time. So I was sixteen. So around in her early twenties is really when it started going downhill. Mm. where also she lost the ability to draw and that sort of stuff like she she her side was basically at the beginning where she could see like this far so she could still like draw like getting just really close to the paper and stuff like that mm-hmm. um and uh so that kind of went off in the early 20s just because of you know the, the eye conditions couldn't be maintained and um out of that she just says like you know it's like she manages is she happy with it no mm-hmm. 
I mean, I wouldn't know what I would do with that kind of vision. I mean, um, imagine not being able to really watch stuff anymore. You really have to listen to you it. Really have to listen to it. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and also, video games are fan out of the window. Um, and even like everyday computer navigation, because like I said, she, she writes, right? And she doesn't write on paper, obviously, she writes on the computer. Right. Screen readers and everything else. And luckily, even the internet standards have evolved enough where you can navigate most websites. Mm-hmm. And more companies are becoming aware of we have to make things more accessible, things have to get a certain standard. And luckily, there is not for profit organizations that technically don't have any power. But they're just like, hey, we recommend this. And then like the search companies like um, Google and Microsoft or Bing, they are really incorporating those standards. So basically, if you're following these standards, you get higher Google search results on Bing. Mm-hmm. And if you don't follow them, you get further down. So now out of SEO reasons, your content has to be accessible. Your website has to be accessible and conform to these standards or else nobody's going to find your website. So those kind of advances are really what, what makes it available for her to like still be a crunchy role, meet um, nice German guys and, <laughs> <laughs> and being able to actually enjoy anime, communicate with pretty much the rest of the world, use Facebook, um, Twitter, or what it may be, Fiverr, um, yep. make a little bit psychic money there. Um, and so it's like, it's important to keep pushing for that. And just as an analogy, Here's how we want people listening to think about a disability. When people think about a disability, the first thing that usually pops up is that wheelchair icon, like the the, the disabled parking. So people think that disability is the wheelchair or the inability to use the legs. That's not a disability. No, that's one example, but yeah. Not just that, that is not even a disability. The disability is the lack of a wheelchair ramp in a building. Hmm. That's, yeah. that's how people have to start thinking about this. The wheelchair is not the problem. The inability of legs is not the problem. The problem is that building you're trying to get into doesn't have a ramp. That's the, the problem. access to the building is the problem. Yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. because a disability by definition is the inability to do something. So a, if you can't access the building, that is the disability. That is the problem. So now let's imagine, for example, um, a building where you have to push a specific button or a specific color button. Let's say there's three buttons and you have to hit the green one. What if you're colorblind? That's the disability. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like people have to stop thinking about disability as your like the person's problems or whatever they might have, right. whatever disadvantages they might be having. Um, and have to start thinking about okay how do we fix the problem because that is the issue the issue is not the issue that people are having the issue is not that we can't cure deafness blindness um, inability of legs that we can't um, attach cyborg parts to people that's not the problem the problem is that we build a world where we just assumed here's your standard average human and that is the standard to go for example a lot of people don't realize men's bathrooms most of the time do not have a baby changing table which is ridiculous because i agree i have a legally blind wife and guess who's gonna change the diaper me the dad Mm -hmm. so so recently i want to say like in the last five years the u.s government actually made a mandate that in all government buildings and all men and female bathrooms well in all bathrooms because there's some others have no unisex ones that there is a baby changing table in all government buildings. So it's like, okay, we, we're starting to get the solution because the problem is not that I'm a dad. Like, that's not a problem that I'm a man. Like, how can that be an issue? Like 40 to 50% of people in America are men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's like, the problem is that people think the woman is going to change the diaper. It's like, that's no. the, and that's, and that's the thing. This is why there's still, you know, we're still arguing about gender politics and all that because you always assume that just because you are a certain whatever you have like you have roles that's relegated to you based on like listen if men knew like how to change diapers right off the bat or like or just regular or just or just regular stuff like like okay for example i have sisters i have sisters I worked in a um, I worked in a in a hair salon for a long time, which there was a stigma around you know around that you know past yeah. few decades it's it's kind of wavered a little, 
but um but um there are times where you got a bunch of women in the in the room and let's just say certain things that they need are not there they're they're not you know they're they're missing they ran out right so i had to but you know they asked me to buy them tampons right i had to yeah. do it at least if i can recall like at least th- you know three times i had never done it before at this at this <laughs> point not even for not even for my young for my younger sister i had never done that before yeah. so i was nervous right yeah and i asked so what kind you know like my, my voice went from okay yeah, yeah. like wait what, what, what kind size, what, what size what? What you, and they're like just get you know just, just get these right because yeah, yeah. because this was a you know this was the type of thing that they would you know they would put in the bathroom just in case right yeah. and so i went to the aisle i went to the aisle bought them and no one looked at me sideways no one looked at like i was gonna you know like I didn't feel like, oh my God, I'm not a man anymore just because I got to buy these things, you know? It was awkward because it was the first time. I had done it since, right? And and I do recall this one girl I was trying to, uh, you know, this one one friend one friend of mine that I, you know, that I wanted to I wanted to date a couple of times. She had to, you know, to pick up some stuff for herself and she would apologize to me uh, for bringing me along. And I'm like, Girl, I got sisters. Like, no problem. You don't worry about it. I have, I have, I have sisters. I have been in the, I have been in situations like this before. It's not a big deal. You know what I'm saying? It, it, at least, it, or at least it shouldn't be. You take away the shame that goes along with it, and it's like, because that, because that's man-made. You know, yeah. that's man-made. I don't, I don't, I don't give a crap what anybody says or anybody that. <laughs> Now, that's all man-made. All that shame and stuff. And like, I'm not a, I'm not a man because I know how to yeah. cook. Which that, one thing I don't understand. You know, toxic masculinity is is terrible. Yo, like, I'm, but, I'm cooking too at home, and I buy my wife's pads. Like, she instead of tampons, she uses t- pads. Like yeah. that. And it, it took me a while to figure out also what size she needs because she's like, I don't know. Because her mom used to buy them, so she she mm. doesn't know the packaging, she doesn't know the brand. Right. And so it's like, well, is it this one? And so it took a couple of tries once we lived together. But it's like, yeah, it's 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 really not it's a big really deal. It's really not. It's really not a big no. deal. It's something that they. It's some. It it's something that your partner may need. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why is it a problem? You know, just going to get it. Going to get it for them. You know. Um. So okay. So. You guys have been you guys have been married for you know guys have been married for a while you had you know you've had your you know you've had your uh, your share of challenges but you're you know but whatever you figured out a system um and really it's you know other than th- other than that it's it seems like the only thing that you would that you have to really uh worry about um and this is just coming from from me is like how are how do like others see you like what what is it like when you're when you're when you go out when you go outside and people notice that your wife is blind um the problem is that people don't i think <laughs> like there's so many so many encounters in in the mall or so like restaurants we mm-hmm. try to get in somewhere or so because she's basically she doesn't like using her stick like the, the blind stick to to ah. around. Mm-hmm. so she hooks into my arm and sometimes like people just bump into her it's like she can't see where people are so we developed a system actually which is called tag on tag so pretty much when i say tag she will get behind me exactly like like a conga line and pretty much hold me on my shirt instead of with her arm around my arm and when i say untag she knows she can let go and go back to the side of me so when there's like tight spaces um think about like a department store where you kind of have to like line through like shirts and sweaters and stuff like that I just be like a tag and then she gets behind me <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so we kind of developed that sort of system um, for those encounters but yep. other than that um, I like people either act like they don't know or notice or they don't um, it, I'm, I'm not sure which and I'm never gonna be like hey don't you see she's blind I, I'm not gonna be an a-hole about it nah, I mean... uh, but like for example people give her menus at a restaurant and like they serve the meat and it's like I cut it for her uh, just she doesn't she doesn't like sharp knives in her hands um, mm. so like okay I cut her steak I, I don't mind 
Um, but it's like I said, people just act mostly normal around her. Yeah. And um, sometimes it's just weird for her um, also because I've sometimes to tell her like, no, um, to your left, like, like they, she's not sometimes looking directly at people mm. because more like, especially in, in loud um, environments, think the mall, think restaurants, it's hard for her sometimes to pinpoint where exactly the voice came from. Um, and like I would say people don't really don't really make it seem like they're aware that she's blind or um, visually impaired even though you can tell if you would see her just from her eyes it's it, it, it looks damaged mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't I don't know a better word for it like one of the eyes is like typically really small and has mm-hmm. like a gray haze in front of it mm-hmm. and so she's so you can tell something isn't right but nobody ever makes a notice of it because I, I think they just want to be courteous and don't want to like upset anybody. They don't want to. They don't want to upset anybody. Yeah. Yeah. With with me because of my CP, uh, and I've told this before. Like people would automatically assume that I couldn't do something. Like they they they'd assume that I that I needed help. So I can. It, and in you know in some cases when I was say required to uh, use an elevator key at school, like they gave me an elevator key when I went to when I was going to uh, uh, public middle school up until high school, and I barely used the key, right? I barely used the key because I'm like I was being told to do it. So, ah, I see. so I see. part of me wanted to be a little rebellious. I'm like I could still use the stairs. Yeah, I know I have these leg braces on, but I could still use, but I could still use the stairs. But they're doing it just in case. But I thought about it. I thought about it. They're doing it because I'm a liability. Yeah. You know? Part yeah. of it is part of it is yeah. I'm not saying that they don't care at all, but they're doing it just so they don't get sued. Yeah, they cover their butt. Yeah. You know that that, that happens a lot. I mean. That's why even like um, accessibility stuff, in especially e-commerce and um, online ordering systems, is happening, because um, I forget the lady's name, but there's a lady she she partnered with a really really good lawyer, mm-hmm. and she sued all sorts of companies, including it was either Domino's or Papa John's, because she is legally blind. And she was like, I can't order from this website. Lawsuit, and um, her full-time job pretty much is suing people. <laughs> <laughs> Like she, she actively goes, she tries to shop at all sorts of sites, every site she can find, the bigger the better. And if she can't check out because of the ADA, um, Accessibility Disability Act or something like that, mm-hmm. um, I forget the name of it, but um, the ADA yeah. gets passed by the US government. Yeah. Much if you offer service um, in the, dis- online, the Disability Act. Yeah, the Disability yeah. Act. You mm-hmm. have to be able to if you're disabled with any sort of condition, but you can use a computer normally or in whatever capacity you might have, if you offer service online, you should be able to use it too if you're disabled. And if mm-hmm. you can't, you can sue. And so she makes it her business to sue all sorts of companies, which interestingly enough though, it was necessary for a lot of companies to push to have these basic features enabled. And as said, there is nothing crazy on these features that are being developed. It's just normal stuff that you just do if you're a good web designer. You just put these elements in place. That's all you do. It's, yeah, no but like you software. said, like you said, basic. Yeah, it's just ba- it's just basic stuff. But it's only but it's I, I, I but really I can't blame society completely. But I do put a lot of a, a lot of that on mm-hmm. years of. People not thinking about it because the average, for lack of a better word, average person, you if they have something, it's not that it's like not that noticeable. Like now we're talking, you know, past past decade or so, we've been talking more and more about autism awareness, mental health awareness, depression, stuff like that. All of that yeah. should count, right? Yeah. All of that, all of all of that should count, but. There was a time where that wasn't part of the conversation when I was growing up at all. Like oh, yeah. you heard, here. you occasionally heard the 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 uh, ADD discussion, right? And there are still some people out here thinking that ADD and ADHD is just is is just uh, you know it's fake. And I'm like, how how are you thinking that that's has to do with your brain chemistry? Exactly how does that yeah. constitute it being fake? I don't get it. Just because you don't you don't see it or 
because you don't know what their brain is going through does not mean that they're not going through it. So, you know, th this is why I, I even say um, um, that you should really take into account how people enter the world and how they and how they exit it. Because recently I, I, I lost a friend to depression. Oh, right. Sorry to hear, man. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, she was, she was a great person and she always advocated for people to, to be themselves. Right. But the doctors, when they, when they did her death certificate, according to sources, um, they basically, they, they basically used the fact that she was, um, overweight as a, as her cause of death. And it was not that. Yeah, it, 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 it was it was it was not that that was only one factor in her life. Yep. Yep. Right. But you don't think about the mental state that someone else is in until way after. And that's not something they put on a on a on a death certificate. Yeah. And the, the other thing is like a lot of people are not considering with disability is they, a lot of other things comes into that, too which is why like accessibility and inclusion and diversity is this weird triangle that just all works together. Mm -hmm. um, for example, I'm German and people pick up on that and they could, you know, um, discriminate on that based mm -hmm. on anything. And I mean, um, you probably have been there too, um, just because of your color. And obviously we're talking about that a lot now uh, yeah. in, in America because it's, it's becoming a more important issue that we are working on something. Mm -hmm. And um, like for me as an immigrant, it's a little bit weird too, because Americans are so much on um, pop culture trivia. I'm like, I, I, I don't know that actor. I don't, I don't know the 20 movies they were in. Sorry. And when, and when Americans get genuinely like, like angry or pissed off that I don't know their favorite actor. It's like, in some yeah. cases I have seen that. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't get, I don't get upset. I just laugh because I start like, Okay, pop culture nerd, the pop culture nerd. If I hear that somebody's into something similar that that I am in, and we and but they've never experienced, say, um, this and you know this anime or this or this movie or this manga or this light light novel, I'm like, how? And I'm not gonna call them out on their. I'm not gonna call them out on their on their geek on on their geekdom. I'm not gonna say turning your geek card right now. You know. <laughs> I'm gonna say, how did you not listen? Okay, here, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna recommend this to you. We're gonna talk about it, and then you're gonna tell me exactly how you, you know, how you feel about it. Yeah. Will you go? Will you go through it again? Because then that's a learning experience. Exactly. That's a learning experience. Pop culture, you know, pop culture or not, like there's a lot of yes, there's a lot of movies. There are a lot of you know a lot of actors out here who have done some great work, and yeah, but who's to say that? Like if somebody if if somebody were to go to to your neck of the woods to Germany and they and they lived there for a while but they didn't know your favorite pastime or your you know or any German actors over there or any other German singers like how do you live here and not know blah 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 well here's yeah, exactly the teach them teach exactly. them if they're interested exactly. teach them you know. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's just funny how that that is the sort of stuff too. It's like it's not that I'm not able to to watch TV or movies. It's just like no, that was a show in the '90s that ran here in the U.S. and just didn't make it there. Because right. the funny thing is, a lot of shows that were made in America came to Germany and were translated and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, like we had Full House. Like I watched it with my mom and my older brother all the time. It was hilarious. Mm -hmm. Like. Yeah, sure. Some of the jokes I don't get because it's American. Because it's American humor. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But like, like we in Germany know, of course, who was Elvis. We know who Michael Jackson was, and like, it's just weird. But when people come and blindside you with some Gene Wilder movie from the seventies, I'm like, uh, okay. First of all, I was born '93. Second of all, I grew up in Germany. So based on those two facts, how likely is it that I know Gene Wilder from some '80s movie or '70s? Like. No, like what? <laughs> it's just uh, unlikely. Like, <laughs> has your has your partner ever uh, has your partner ever joked around with you like that? Like, only on some anime shows, like some that she really really likes. It's like, how can you not know that? I'm like, oh, well, I I don't. <laughs> um, some um, like Neon Genesis Evangelion. I never could get into it 
She watched the crap out of it, and it's like, I, I, I sorry, I'm a Gundam guy. Is it too depressing for you? No, it's just like, I, I prefer Gundam. I don't like the mecha design, I don't uh, like oh. Shinji. Like, I mean, check this out. Like, I even got the, got the Gundam market. Like, oh, God. oh, God. Yeah. Okay, for those of you who do not know... The, <laughs> Okay, for those of for those of you who do not know, if you're not if, if this is the first like anime nerd out we've had on this podcast, because okay? <laughs> I because I host others and that's pretty much all we talk about. But for this one where we're talking about mental health, disabilities, and everything else, now we're getting into an anime conversation. Yeah, and, and my, my wife just got this guy. Of course she did, because like I said, she really likes the Because Shinji- she really Shinji- likes yeah. the Shinji- yeah, so she got the Shinji. Oh my God, okay. Yeah, the Shinji yeah. Funko that, you know, Definitely, I know fans, you're out there. Big ups to you. For those of you who are usually not here for this type of content, I'm sorry, but I am geeking <laughs> out right now. Um, so, but uh, yeah, so, all right. So let's let's talk about it. So you also have a family. Yep, you also have a, you also have a family, um, and all right. Now it probably wouldn't matter because these are your you know because these are your kids. But how do your you know but how do they react to um, to mom when you know when they realize that certain things that she has to do differently? Um, so the youngest one is now six days old, so he doesn't care too much. Oh. <laughs> So he's going to turn one week tomorrow. Um, The older one is four years old and he still shows her stuff because he doesn't, like he knows she can't see well, Mm -hmm. but he doesn't understand how bad it is. So for example, when he draws stuff and, and so on, he still presents it to her. Yeah. And but he realizes now already, like on especially on crafting projects, to to like bring it to her hand and she will feel it. Like he understands that much already. Mm-hmm. With paintings, I don't know what he thinks, um, but um, he knows to really have her hand pulled on on stuff, and sh- so he does that. He pretty much grabs her hand and makes it makes her touch stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, he's still not um, old enough to realize like, hey, I have to you know keep my toys cleaned up like we have to remind him not to keep stuff in the way right just um, like we were saying he, earlier mm-hmm. yeah, exactly but he's getting better at that so he clearly knows something is different between her and me and like his grandparents but it's not like he runs around and be like my wife can't uh, my mom can't see or something like that so he's not like that it's it's it he's he's learning yeah. he's only he's only four all yeah. he knows is that's his mom exactly Right, like all he knows, and that, and that's really all that should matter. But eventually, he's going to he's going to notice other differences. And really, since he's growing up around it, it since he's growing up with it, it's de- it's at least you know from my point of view, it's definitely not going to matter to him. But the it went as he get you know as he gets older, you know the more that the the more that he uh, experiences and just sees that you know that this is just the way it is, you know, and there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. It just, it just becomes, it just becomes his normal, yeah, or normal, and you know. Exactly. So I'm really happy about the environment we can give him because, on one side, like he he grows up with um, a blind parent. Yes. He grows up with um, a foreign parent. He can hear my accent. I'm talking right. German to him, trying to make him speak that too, but he refuses to. But at least he understands the words coming out of my mouth. Right. Like if I say German stuff, he knows like the English stuff to it, and he knows like books now. He's like, yeah, he's observing it. He's absorbing it. Exactly. And then on top of that, his grandparents, like his mom, are Cuban, and they really don't speak English much, so they they are speaking mostly Spanish. And so it's like to him, it's like yeah, this multicultural stuff is normal. To him, it's not gonna be like, here's your cut out white American family. It's like, what? No, this is this is normal. Yeah, my, my my grandparents they don't speak English. My dad speaks German. My mom speaks English. My brother God God knows what he's gonna speak. <laughs> but Man. it's like, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm happy for him that he gets to experience that as a normal, mm-hmm. and that like our life still works, and he's actually trying to help with some stuff. Like when my when when for example he kicks um, the slippers from my wife um, away, like he knows he has to grab it and bring it back. So it's like he he learns certain considerations that normal kids wouldn't, 
because right. of that. And so he's maybe a little bit more decent person. At least that's what I tell myself. <laughs> and look, he's going to like, he's going to do, he's, he's going to do great at the, at the rate that the, the rate y'all are going right now. He, look, he, he's going to do great. When I was, when, uh, when my sister and I were growing up, we're, we're four years apart. Right. She thought, according to, according to, uh, you know, the old, you know, the, uh, the, like the adults, according to my, to my mother and a few of my other relatives, she <laughs> thought that because she saw my leg, cause my leg was, you know, completely turned in and I have a very noticeable limp. She would say if anybody else didn't have that, she thought that was abnormal. <laughs> she thought that was abnormal. She used to defend me. She used That's to defend amazing. me, get into That's physical awesome. fights on my behalf because people were teasing me like that's awesome you know and like and and really like as far as as far as we know she doesn't have anything physically wrong with her the only thing or or different about her never say wrong it's different yeah but the thing is like she doesn't have anything she doesn't have a physical difference outside of the fact that she's a bit shorter but as as a result of that her person like not even as a result of that she came out with a huge personality and they could know that my, my, my wife is only five foot and she is a local latina yeah so like... I, 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 I i've met i've met look i got some i got some friends that are like that too you know it it kind of comes it kind of comes with the territory you're underestimated right off the jump so they're like yeah. you know they build this this huge personality to be like look you can't stop me from doing nothing okay you can't stop me from doing nothing i don't care if i I don't care if i'm like four foot something you can't stop me from doing it from doing anything you know and i that's why i can understand you know that's why i can understand the whole you know your wife does not like this you know the stick thing or because because i was this you know because i was the same way i've had i've had walkers wheelchairs stuff like that and you know, I, I and when when they gave me things to help me walk or whatever, I didn't like it because it's oh, different. Maybe it's like stand out and be like people yeah. are looking at you, be like, oh, you need help. You're one of those guys. Yeah, because <laughs> like 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 you like we were saying earlier, people would assume. Yeah. Right. People would assume they wouldn't just ask, just to be polite. They would just do because they thought they had to because they you know because they thought oh your limitation let me you know let me help you out right yep. so it's like you know you know what's funny that you speak like that it's like um my wife and i have this confirmation on a regular basis it's like um uh when when parents baby their kids with the whole santa claus or easter bunny pick your holiday figure and um like they they still insist that like santa's real or whatever the rule of thumb is from what we learned from uh, from like psychologists, like pediatric psychologists that say online and like therapists, they say they said very simple like this. If the kid is intelligent enough to ask, you tell them the truth. Because now they ask because they know something isn't right. They, they, they don't ask because mm-hmm. they want a reaffirmation. Mm-hmm. They ask because they know something is different. Mm-hmm. And the same thing I believe should go to adulthood is like, we shouldn't assume things. We shouldn't assume Santa is real. We should be like, is Santa real? And in the same term, about the disabilities, because like you said earlier, like people think still ADD and ADHD is like a thing that was made up by pharmaceutical companies to make more money or something like that. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, people have to start asking questions. questions. They have to be like, just like you, like, oh, uh, you know, like you're asking me some questions about, hey, what is your life circumstance? Nobody goes to a blind person and be like, hey, what do you struggle with every day? Like nobody does. And nah. if you if you look even at consumer products, most people assume the average Joe because everything is made for the average person. Imagine you had only one arm. It's like, what would you buy? What if you get a sweater? It's like, okay, the sweater thing is just like flapping off. Do you like that? Or did anybody ever ask like, hey, would you like a sweater where one arm is short for your stump? Like, like, I just wonder because one of my coworkers has a spouse. He has giant feet, mm. like ridiculous giant feet. He needs usually to get like, like it's very rare they find actually a pair that the store has in stock because he is like a size, what is it like, fifteen or something like that, giant mm. feet. Mm-hmm. 
and so it's like it's like nope nobody asks people like hey what do you need help with what do you struggle with and i think that is a lot reflected out in our mental health issues in america it's like almost definitely yeah because when people say how are you they don't actually mean how are you they it's a greeting it's a hello it's a greeting yes that was super confusing by by the way for me as a german to tie out some more accessibility stuff into it when i first came into this country people like in grocery stores that would be like how are you i would be like I don't know you. Why, why do you ask me this? And then I would actually reply, like, I'm good. How are you? And I would not get a response. I'm like, what? Why? Like, what? <laughs> What's going on here? But then I learned it's an American custom that you ask, how are you? You don't expect to be asked back. It's just this weird thing that people do here in the States. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah. let's, let's move on. And the weird thing is, that's not that's not related to any one state. It happens everywhere. Like right. I went to Colorado, I went to um, California before, and everybody does it in the states. And it's just like it it's 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 irritating, because I'm like like when people ask it, they should mean it. They should really mean like how are you, and be like yeah, let's let's have a two minute chat on what's going on. But be, I think some certain customs like that makes it hard to have an open conversation about how people really feel how mm-hmm. they struggle, what they struggle with, and to really open up because it's those little things that add up. It's it's not this little thing that bothers you or gets you over the top. It's a hundred of these little things that pile up on top of each other. I you know, yeah. I agree. And yeah, you're right about the high, how are you thing because it does seem to be a... Ex- I don't know if it's exclusively American because I've never lived anywhere else, but it <laughs> seems to be... It seems to be American only like i i have never i you know i've never heard of anybody else ask that question and not mean it but us we've made that an art we do we do it because we're acting like we're being polite but really why don't you just say hi hello if you're gonna follow it up with how are you then then you expect the conversation as to how that person is you know what i'm saying well my my dad had a very very simple philosophy he's like if you say things, mean them. Like that, that was this very simple philosophy or and uh, accompanied by, don't ask questions you're not ready to answer for. Mm-hmm. So for example, let's say, let's say you see somebody crying, uh, be it your friend, be it a stranger, be it anybody. Okay, if you ask the person, how are you? Don't expect the answer good. You gotta expect a very sad answer, something terrible has happened. And if you're not ready for that, don't ask. <laughs> like. That's, that's the thing, it's like, because the, the thing is when people, like, they, they ask things out of kindness or out of worry or what, I, I don't know what people expect, but if somebody is crying and you're going to ask, how are you, or is there anything I can do for you, expect actually that they might want something or like yeah. unload some baggage, like, because you open the door. So it's like, only you ask if you're ready for the answer. I thought about it. But now I'm now I really have to start thinking about it because most of the time when I'm asking somebody how are you, it's somebody I already know, right? Um, strangers, you know, like strangers, you know, you you're you're taught from a very young young age don't talk to strangers, right? So and I'm teaching my four year old that right now too because he's super social. It'd be like yo, you you gotta like back off a little bit here because you never because you never know what'll happen. Um, but the same thing could be said about the same thing that could be said about the internet. And um, right now, I, you know, even though I'm geeking out at the fact that you and I and your, you know, you myself and your family have a lot in common, you know, have a lot in common. It's just like I'm glad that we're having this conversation. You know, I really am because I don't know what it's like to be blind. I only know what it's like to be. Or to have a, you know, to, to have a partner with, you know, that, that happens to be blind. I only know what it's like to be incredibly nearsighted. Yeah. But right? my glasses, like, like you already get blurry too. So mm-hmm. like sharp, I can read like, like here without glasses sharp. Mm-hmm. So I have similar problems. Um, yeah. But luckily I was, there's just glasses. Well, thanks again. And I'm glad that, uh, I know you told your wife you were going to do this, right? So yeah. So I'm glad that uh, that she said yes. I'm glad that um, you know we were able to have this conversation. Yeah, she, she's to... very she's very open about you know getting the awareness out there because a lot of people just don't realize. Um, 
and some people just choose to ignore and so she likes whenever I can speak on her behalf or also my side of the story of how it feels like on the other end she's like yeah go for it like she's she's very supportive on that I you know what that you know that's great because when you reached out to me and you said you would like to talk about what it's like to uh to uh you know live with someone who happens to be blind it was like okay that's a you know that's an out that's an um you know a, a perspective i didn't i didn't think about um and really i'm glad that you know i'm glad that you got the that you got the okay because if you were just doing this and next thing you know she heard it it's like okay what did you tell like imagine how <laughs> awkward that would be what did you just yeah. tell this stranger that you just met about me you know <laughs> No, she 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 knows that I, that I love talking um, about um, accessibility because as I said, I feel like there there is so many little things in in it. Um, for example, even being a glassware like you and me, it, yeah. sometimes it's hard to find a good good headset or headphones because like the, the, it 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 pushes the frame in and it hurts. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. there's those kind of scenarios. There is um, obviously um, I'm a German immigrant. Uh, there's certain cultural differences there. That right. Even though I got, I got over most of it now, I'm living here for a good nine years. Um, but like at, at the first couple of years was like such a culture shock. Like whoa. I can whoa. imagine. Yeah. Um, and um, so it's just there's a lot of and then of course being a geek um, compared to being a sports jock you have to find your people like uh -huh. you, you like yeah and so it's like people think so limited of what accessibility and inclusion and diversity really is about it's like because when people look at me first time before i open my mouth they think like oh great a white american when i open my mouth and when people start smiling be like oh look you're german do you like beer like no i, I i'm you haven't actually been asked that question, have you? Yeah, yeah, no, all the time. Oh. I get all the time asked if if I like beer or if I drink beer. If I'm, I usually reply with like, well, I'm sober since my kid was born. I <laughs> mean, like, no, dude. First time I saw you, I see that shirt. I'm like, okay, I feel like Good we're people. in folk now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. You know, I just wanted I just wanted to know like what else, you know, what other and we started talking about anime and stuff and I'm like what other stuff does he like? Like it's just you know? Um but it's 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 just been an it's just been an honor talk talking with you and I um definitely hope that this helps other people to be aware that we have to start thinking about the term disability in a different way. Like you, like you said, it's about accessibility. If we don't, if if your if that building does not have a ramp, that doesn't mean that the disability have, is is the wheelchair or the walker. It's the fact that 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 building doesn't have a ramp. It's about accessibility. So, um, is there anything that you would like to leave off with before we before we go? Um. Not really. Uh, we went over pretty much everything. All I can do is pretty much remind people, like, be open. There is so many things that make us different. It can be a combination of things. It can be a single thing. It can be from red-green blind uh, weakness over actual color blindness to complete blindness, um, lack of um, um, hands, legs, feet, uh, be it what it will. Uh, lack of a sense, be it smell, taste, sight, hearing. There is a ton of things, and even like I, like I mentioned in brief, like finding a good headset when you have glasses that's comfortable, that doesn't push you, like push in and hurts. Mm -hmm. um, and let's say you don't wear glasses, don't be like, oh, that's not a problem. Be like, oh, I didn't know that existed as a problem. Mm -hmm. You don't have to study it. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to change the world. Just be aware there's people with different needs. Some people, they, they like a red chair. Some people prefer blue. That's fine. Like, just, just acknowledge there's different people with different needs. Not everybody likes spicy food. Not everybody likes bland food. Some people can't have salt in their food because they have conditions. Like, that doesn't mean you have to write um, to ignore or insult or whatever. Just be aware, look, there might be something else out there that I'm not aware of, something that doesn't suit me, and just move on. But be aware, there are people with different needs. And there you go. 
So you also said that you do some some freelance work. So and you're in you're in e-commerce. So um, where can people reach you? Um, the best way probably would be LinkedIn. I don't know how many people do that, but um, as on Twitter, I usually go everywhere like as Uriel one three three nine. So U R I E L one three three nine on Twitter, or you just type in Andreas Lopez on LinkedIn, and you find the guy with the e-commerce stuff. <laughs> Beautiful, and I will make sure to link everything put all all your links and everything um in the uh, description of the of this podcast and i'm definitely going to uh you know to follow you and show my support so thanks again for coming you know for coming on and sharing with us today i hope nothing but the best for you and your family and um yeah i i i think you and i are going to have to collab again but this time in a more uh, in a in a more comfortable nerdier setting. Sounds good to me. The respect and feeling is mutual. Um, was loving being here. So thanks for having me. No problem. No problem. Well, I'll let you get back to the family. But in the meantime, everyone, thank you for listening, and I hope that y'all are having a great day. And we will catch you on the new on the next episode of A for Abled.